From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me as always is my co-founder here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio here in New York City. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field. And we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we take one last fond look at the wreckage of the Chicago Bears and then turn our gaze toward the dirty birds in Atlanta. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got... Jordan Love. We got the bad. We got touchbacks from the punter. We got the ugly. We got Bears fans. So many ugly ass Bears fans who were all up in our mentions all off season long. Now wiping egg off their face. How you doing, Corey Banky? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm loving what a game on didn't Sunday, know, man. Didn't what know if you were going to make game. the show there, Corey. Nagler, you knew I was going to make it. I've never not made it. Come on. Come on. It's still the best the best Packer transplants, okay? Ooh. I remember I remember the most stressful Packer transplants ever of all time was when I was missing a tripod screw. It was back in the Inwood days, and I was missing <laughs> a tripod screw for one of my cameras, and I was freaking out, and you were not helping me in the slightest because you're basically a Luddite. And um, yep. I was just yep. so annoyed at the world because I was, like, annoyed at myself and annoyed at everything. But you know what? We got a crack team here at LiveX, and they got us in good hands, mm-hmm. and they know. I mean, I, Trevor wasn't worried, but I did get a, I did get a little little, uh, little Slack notification, like, hey, uh, Corey, everything okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it, but it was still, like, today? still no stress, you know? Just being like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, so here we are. Here we are, are. and uh, you know what? We're gonna not use game footage anymore. Uh, We figured this out, Um, so we're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna try to try to not do that. Uh, Now that the NFL's on YouTube, they they don't like those kind of things, and they got partnerships and things, and we're just small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we do have the hotness, so we we're we're still we got workarounds, and we got the hotness. We definitely have the hotness, regardless of what the NFL wants to do. Uh, Let's get to it. Let's let's hit. The hotness. It's time for the hotness. Oh, baby this week. Oh, my gosh. There were so many things you could take away from that game and label them hotness. But there is only one play, ladies and gentlemen. There is only one moment in this game that I could utilize as the hotness this week, and it's the throwback screen to Aaron Jones. Let's take a look at this thing. I mean, look at the motion and how it flows from left to right. And you're a defender. You're thinking, okay, oh, no, it's not a it's a bootleg. Wait, no, it's not a bootleg. It's a throwback to Aaron Jones. And now look, <laughs> look at Dobbs and Torre just – assaulting the safety down the field. Like, we'll see the, the end zone angle here. Torrey going in motion. I just love the way the whole defense is just completely flabbergasted. Look at that. Oh, it's a bootleg. I got to I gotta do my safety, my, my, my zone drop. Oh, wait, no. 
Now it's a screen. Now look at look at Dobbs and Tory. Oh, that's so great. Everything about that, Corey, that is hot. That Good is stuff. what we call the hot. I like it. I like it. That's got to be one of my favorite calls that Matt has made in his entire time in Green Bay. That is such Matt, a great play call. Matt had a lot of. You saw. I saw Ben Fennel's uh, tweet. Uh, Matt had a lot uh, of looks for uh, the NFL. A lot going on. Game. A lot, a lot of, going a lot on. Of looks. A lot of looks. He was in his bag, as the kids like to say. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, let's get to some Packers news, shall we? Uh, the 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 first one right off the bat is not. Not a positive development, as the ex-coach used to say. Uh, Aaron Jones did not practice today after that uh, very obvious hamstring issue that he suffered while scoring his second touchdown of the day against the Chicago Bears. Did not practice on Wednesday, was not even in attendance, not working off to the side, nothing. Uh, Matt was asked about it afterwards, said they'd give him the week and right up till game time, which usually means, yeah, he's he's not going to play. But we'll see. It's early in the week. Uh, we'll see how that develops throughout the week. Uh, next up, we got Quay Walker and Christian Watson rehabbing on the side at practice. Uh, Quay is still in the concussion protocol, but it is a somewhat good sign that he's out there. Uh, Christian Watson did not participate, was rehabbing off to the side. Got to say, just total guesswork. I, th- th- it doesn't sound promising. Uh, for week two in Christian Watson. But we'll see. Again, Thursday can come. It's usually their padded practice. Maybe he participates or at least is a limited participant tomorrow. But uh, both Jones and Watson being out in, on Sunday in Atlanta. Corey, I don't love it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in love with this idea. That's all I'm saying. But are we sure? I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we don't know. No, no. But it's going it's to be early. a game time decision early for days. everybody, right? Yeah, most likely. Even Although Christian we'll Watson Christian could Watson, play, right? He could he technically could, play. He could. But just remember last week, coach said, well, we're going to give Christian Watson the week. And then on Friday, they declared him out. You know, it could very well we could get to Friday and both of these guys could be declared out. We'll see. Uh, and then, of course, there's the biggest news in the NFL, which is somewhat tangentially related and or is Packers news, which is Aaron Rodgers suffering an Achilles injury on Monday Night Football for the entire world to see after four total plays for the Jets. His season is over. Obviously, this means the Green Bay Packers will not be receiving a first-round pick from the New York Jets and will only get a second-round pick, which is fine. The most important thing here is Aaron Rodgers, his hopefully coming back, although, I mean, at age 40, off of an Achilles, that's a that's a tall task. It's a tall task, but we'll see. Were you watching the game, Corey? I, I meant to ask you. I, we haven't talked about this. Have you? Were you watching Monday night? Uh, I was not. I... Um... I was, it's going to sound, I mean, I, I was very proud of where I was. I was actually at a um, creative, it's um, it's hard to explain. It's basically like, <laughs> it was a Green Bay, uh, Northeast Wisconsin um, group meeting of about 100 creatives talking about, um, you know, an arts council in Green Bay that we need to have so that we can bring more. There's actually 6,500 uh, people who make their living off the arts, including the creative arts. So, like, people at LiveX are included with, like, visual artists and things. But right. believe it or not, there's no real arts council here, and there's no, like, leadership uh, nonprofit. So very boring kind of administrative nonprofit-y type of stuff, but it was a three-hour meeting going through surveys and, and, you know, economic data and things like that. But just trying to bring more creative 
creatives to the region and and keep honestly keep the the, the creatives that we have here in the region and and have something for them to have. So that's where I was. Uh, my grandfather uh, texts me. And uh, I didn't know what the hell he was texting me. He was like, that was fast. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, Rogers is down. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, you know, I hope Aaron oh, Rodgers, I hope I, it's a really, it's a really, it's really sad for him. And uh, I have, you know, I have nothing. He, he's a legend and uh, he'll, he will, he is and always will be a Packers legend. Um, and so, you know, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. It sucks for the Jets, um, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just in this scenario, to- though, the- I will say the Jets are the least of my concern. You know what I mean? Yeah, them and their fans. I'm not concerned with anything. I mean, in some ways, it's like, you know, I I don't know. I have a lot of things and perspectives about it, but the reality is, like, I never never in my life want to see anybody get hurt uh, in any way, shape, or form. It's always bad. I never – I mean, even players like – players that I think are, you know, kind of garbage players like the Indomitian Sous of the world or even uh, Warren Sapp when he played where I felt like he took Chad Clifton out of the game and those kind of things. I still would never wish ill of anybody. And, I, and you know, see, yeah, that's just – that's trash. And, and you know, I, I, I hope Aaron Rodgers comes back. Um, I hope he comes back. He's great for the NFL. Um, clearly the NFL was banking on him being on, – on being there this you season. Think? but. Um, You know, I I will say for the young fans out there and some of you who only had Aaron Rodgers, you know, you have this is a young man's game and uh, nothing proves it more than what just happened. And, you know, the the um, you know, the the ability of the Packers to think long term is why we have uh, historically had good teams in the last 30 years um, and why we historically had bad teams for the 20 years before that, right? Uh, short-term, <laughs> short-term thinking uh, gets in your way when it comes to the NFL. You have to be thinking, how am I going to get younger tomorrow, um, and how am I how and how am I going to use that to make my team better? And that's just the reality. And I think, you know, if anything, I feel like people should should focus on that as a Packers fan, as far as you know what. What we have to do, we can't rest on our legacy and our loyals, laurels. We always have to be. It's kind of like in business, right? You, I always would say, you have to be disrupting yourself all the time. And what that means is, it doesn't mean treating people like shit. By the way, like I think we should have kept Corey Lindsley. I'll say that till the day I'm dead, right? But it means, mm-hmm. you know, not holding on to the past and making sure you've got the future in the bank, right? And uh, and and I think that that's a huge huge lesson that we should take away from Monday night. Well, it's interesting. Uh, it's so funny you bring that up. I had a talk with Milt Hendrickson uh, on the sideline during camp, and we were talking about the off season. Very dramatic, obviously, especially from the outside looking in, where you don't really know anything. And Milt talked about how they always internally, like the personnel group, talk about wanting their sons and grandsons to be cheering for the Green Bay Packers. And I, I've never heard anyone say it kind of put it, put it quite that way. And I love that idea. And it's to your point, Corey, you're, you're constantly thinking long-term in Green Bay. Like, it's just different. And I understand, especially in this world of instant gratification, how sometimes some fans can get a little impatient uh, with their approach. Because, look, it's not the only way, right? You've seen plenty of teams, the Rams being the most recent, where we we're going to sell all out to go get a championship. And it worked. Now they're kind of in hell, but, you know, that, that's a different way of going about it. The Packers have a very specific worldview, and I, re- I, for one, and I know you do as well, really appreciate the way they view it. 
So it's just, yeah, it, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is very unfortunate. And it does, to your point, kind of like make one pause and, you know, at least try to have a little perspective on all of this. Like, no question about it, because that's a perfect example of what we always talk about in the NFL world always talks about. One play, every single play could be the last one you play. Like, and that's a harsh reality that every guy who takes a football field for the National Football League and any of the teams, that's they live with that, you know? So it, it drawn into sharp relief, no doubt about it. Well, and now here, Corey, I know you'll be excited that the final uh, piece of Packers news, uh, I put this in here just for you. Uh, the Packers signed Michael Jordan to their practice squad and released tight end Austin Allen. Because I know you need to be up to date on everything that happens with the practice squad, because that is very important to you. So... Michael Jordan was with the Panthers last year, drafted by the, the Bengals, I believe, a couple of years ago. Uh, plays along the interior of the offensive line. So there you go. Little 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 reinforcement for you up front for the Green Bay Packers. That's good. Um, I like it. No doubt. Uh, let's talk about, speaking of the offensive line, let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about somebody who I don't think is getting a ton of love, uh, but no fault of his own. Had a great game. But he's just not being talked about a lot because he was so good that he was somewhat invisible because he plays offensive line. And that's Zach Tom. I mean, we've seen a lot of kind of narratives and videos and articles about a lot of different aspects of Sunday's game. I haven't seen much content or much of anything being talked about the game Zach Tom played. I mean, David Bakhtiari, fan favorite. (laughs) He was all over the place as far as celebrations and flipping off the Chicago fans. So that gets a lot of attention. What I haven't, I legit, I looked today. I haven't seen a single thing said, essentially, about what an amazing game Zach Tom played. I mean, there's a reason Jordan Love can sit back there, go through his reads, be really comfortable in his first, you know, opening day start. Because he know, like, throughout every down in, down out, not only is David Bacciari being the several-time All-Pro we have all come to know and love, Zach Tom is out there completely shutting fools down on the right side. I mean, you talk about dream protection from your offensive tackles. Zach Tom was part of that equation on Sunday, and I just needed to give him a shout-out because, like I said, just haven't heard a lot about it, which is understandable. Like I said, you play offensive line. You don't commit penalties. You do your job. Usually, you don't get talked about. So I want to talk about it. Zach Tom, rock and roll, man. Awesome, awesome first game at right tackle right out of the gate. Love it. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, the usage of Aaron Jones. Now, who knows what's going to happen on Sunday here in Atlanta, if he even plays uh, the hamstring, etc. But it is interesting. Coming off of the frustrations of the first half, after they march down the field, score a touchdown in the first drive of the game, and then they're relatively quiet for the remainder of the first half, and then they come out, start of the second half, and I made the little meme, joking, missing, have you seen this man? And then they come out in the second half, opening drive, utilizing Aaron Jones, including that throwback screen, and march again right down the field and score another touchdown. And then they utilized him again on, obviously, the fourth down that went for a touchdown on the play that he got hurt. And I am here to say today that I am forevermore, from now on, going forward, I am never, ever, 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 ever going to allow my desire to see more Aaron Jones take over to the point where I get frustrated with it because I just have to accept that, yes, that's the reason that pulled hamstring that I, the, he got hurt 
not yeah. because they played him too much or anything like that, but this is what they're trying to guard against. This is why they want to limit his touches. This is why they want yep. to keep him fresh. Yes, would I use him a little differently? Would I use him a lot in the first half to try and build up a lead? Yes, that's what I would do, but I understand, and Packers fans everywhere are very lucky that I'm not the coach, I'm not the play caller. Yep. I am just giving myself from now on. And I don't, it doesn't matter how many times Soder comes on happy hour and recites stats about how much more effective they are when Aaron Jones is on the field. I recognize that. I know that. But I am, I'm giving myself to the Packers on this one. No more. I am making peace with the usage. I don't believe Jones, you. Which I know you I'm will gonna, appreciate. I was going to say, I know you will appreciate I don't, it. I don't believe what you're saying. I've heard you say these things before. and uh, Never. You've I, never heard me say then this I, thing. Then I've reminded you of them on the watch party, and you've told me to sh- STFU. So, you know. I don't know what you're talking we'll about. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, you we know what? See. Just going to see uh, going to see a lot of uh, backup running backs. That's all it's going to be. So, it's fine. Most Bring likely. the next guy up. Most next man up. likely. A little Dylan action. Um, little Taylor action. Manuel. With that. Let's go. Hey, I was going to say, maybe they'll put Wilson up. We'll see. Uh, Jordan Love, though, I mean, it's how is he like not the story coming out of that game, delivering on third and fourth down? I mean, you talk about the money down. Uh, I talked to Wayne yesterday, Wayne Larravee on Carry the G Radio, and he was saying, like, those are the money downs. Jordan Love delivered on the money downs in that game. Third and fourth down, he was absolutely lights out. I mean – Yes, there were frustrations with some other aspects, some missed throws, some maybe some timing things with these young guys, what have you. But, man, first time out the gate, that is about as great as you can expect from a young quarterback making every dime throw on third down to move the chains and or fourth down to score a touchdown. Just outstanding performance from Jordan Love. For all the kind of consternation and – Will he or won't he? What's it going to look like? How is he going to perform? He looks so cool and calm and collected and just delivered again and again and again when he absolutely needed to. And here's the other thing. There were a few on third down that I think his receivers kind of let him down. Like I think he probably has even better stats on third down if like Reed probably should have had one early on, I think, the second drive. Uh, There were a couple others that Musgrave and Reed just – you know, a couple of times where, okay, Jordan did his job and his receivers come, some, didn't hold up their end of the bargain. But even with that, Jordan was lights out on third and fourth down. And uh, that's encouraging because those, like Wayne said, they're the money downs. Well, and I, uh, you I got wonder, anything else on offense before we talk defense? Yeah, I mean, I wonder how, I wonder how much of that plays into – I know there were can plays, right, where it's like mm-hmm. you basically – he has the choice to go out of that play – and he obviously has a choice to audible out of whatever, but I just wonder how much of a buy-in there is on this offense as far as like, you know what, I'm going to buy into the fact that Matt LaFleur is telling me, do let's do this offense. Right. This is the offense we have. Right. Let's do it, right? And so I just wonder how much overthinking he's really doing, right? If he's just, you kind of, it really felt like he play, was right? very play. naturally poised and playing the game, and it just was, he was playing what was coming at him. In a way that you right. know he he definitely looked way mature beyond his years, and you know it it was highly encouraging. I mean, you know it's funny. I I was talking to a lot of people on Monday, and I'm like, there's very very obviously there were a lot of things that we can fix, but so many 
encouraging signs from that game. Not not just that we were playing the Bears, which I do think the Bears have taken a step back. I think that's very clear that they've taken a step back this year. If 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 it wasn't a fluky well, uh, thing, right? I was going to say but, they they certainly weren't ready. I mean, how many times have we watched the Packers come out and lay an egg in Week One and then 100%. gone on and have a decent season? You know what I mean? So we'll see. But like, but to your point, yeah, feel they were like definitely not up to snuff on Sunday. It did feel like, and, and you know, Atlanta is going to be a very hard team uh, for us. I feel like Atlanta is a very, very good team. But um, it did feel like a continuation and a progression from training camp. Nothing felt yes. like. Yes. Like, and that's where I'm, like, really encouraged. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, according to Bears fans, you know, I'm a nerd who should just shut my mouth, which is, you know, <laughs> really good. I got I got all kinds of chips on my shoulders from the, from Bears fans. Also, by the way. <laughs> Actually, I take back everything I said about Justin Fields and Blake Bortles. J- Justin Fields is worse than Blake Bortles, okay? So uh, let's just say that. Okay, here we let's, go. Just, let's just be real for a second. Can I just um, tell the fine folks I do today, think Justin Fields is is the 31st worst quarterback in the league, okay, by the way. I think uh, the statistics bear that out. Wait, wait, wait. I have to tell people. I'm sitting at my desk today, and I, I open Twitter, or X, as I am wont to do, and all of a sudden I start getting these notifications. Corey Banky, Corey Banky, Corey Banky. And I'm like, what the hell? I go back and it's Corey responding to basically every Bears fan who gave him shit on Twitter underneath our clip from Transplants last week where he it talked about Blake Bortles and Justin Fields and how Justin Fields it was, was like fun. the worst quarterback. And all like bing, bing it's like uh he just didn't st- it just didn't stop. Like you kept it was going like a hundred responses going and going. It was hilarious. <laughs> you got them all too. It was great. Well, what was really funny is anybody that responded back to me, there was one guy where I was like, oh, yeah, it must be nice being a Beats fan. And he came back to me being like, yeah, well, I like AirPods better than Beats, but uh, thanks oh, for playing. Oh, because you just put T's yeah. and R. That's so and then fun. I wanted to be like, well, it's funny that the iPhone thinks it's Beats and not the Bears because they're so terrible. Then why would iPhone want to – but I didn't even oh – I just God, stopped. I was like, you know what? War. I'm just going to do run response, and then if somebody responds back and they're a Bears fan and I see they're a Chicago fan, just I'm going to mute them. That's literally what I did today because I sent all those, and I immediately – here's one of those things. You know how when you eat – you know how when you eat like a bag of potato chips, yes. you know, and you ate the whole bag? Like you didn't mean oh, yeah. to. You were like, I'm just going to put there these in is. a bowl. And, and I'm now just they're gonna... all gone. Oh, yeah. And you ate them, and you immediately feel good, but then you immediately feel bad. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me. It was like I immediately felt like I was vindicated. I was like, I am vindicating myself. And then I immediately was like, why did you do this? Like, no one cares, bro. No one cares. Exactly. You, even yeah, you don't it care feels now. Good. It, it don't felt care, good for a hot. Good. It felt good for yep. one hot second. And then I was yep. like, you know what? If I did this in business, I would be a petty asshole. So I just don't want to be that guy. That's- you know what I'm saying? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the dopamine, man. Even though That's I am that guy. It. It's weird. I will say, I, I was just going to say, just what you described just now is what I we talked about last year uh, here on this very program. Uh, that's the, the, the Bukowski rule. One reply only, and then mute conversation and move on. That's, you have to do it. Otherwise, Pete will just go on forever. He knows this. It's, it's, I'm not telling tales out of school. He's aware. Yeah, well, but if he I'll but if he didn't go on forever, then we would never have the golden nuggets of like I study this for a living. <laughs> well, well, that was a good one. That's is that the best one? No, there was we another are not one. The, we are not. We are the not the same. Right? Oh yeah, I that study this it. for a living. We are not the same. Oh, by the way, I've never been to Green Bay in a decade, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Peter Bukowski. Um, yeah, and then uh, what was the other one he said that was even worse? There was one that he said that was worse I than don't that. Remember. The thing about Peter Bukowski, I know we've gone off the rails, but at least I'm not talking. Okay, here's the thing. Last week, thank you all for emailing me how much you care about me talking about Deion Sanders. Okay, I know I'm a Deion Sanders fanboy, and I'm not going to talk about him while I just talked about him right now. But I will say what's really funny is I am like the Packer canary in a coal mine, I feel like. I really feel like this. Like, I was bitching about Peter Bukowski like four years ago, and then literally – in the bar, at my bar, and a party, I will not say what party that was, every single person was bitching about Peter Bukowski. So, Peter, you are, you, are, you are killing it, bro. You're killing it right now. You've pissed a lot of people off. Good job, buddy. Okay, so, anyway, the Packers Peter's defense. pissed off as many people as I've pissed off. Who do you think's pissed off more oh. people, me or Peter Bukowski? Probably me. <sighs> no, well, I think his... Uh, no, his are dumber, I think he's though. probably mine, mine pissed at least off are more... Like, You've pissed off more important people. That's what you've done. Oh, yeah. That's, okay, it's, I'm proud it's, of it's that. It's a balance. It's a, I'm proud. It's a balance. Okay. I can balance it. It's a balance. It. Let's talk about the Packers' defense, shall we? Uh, let's, let's talk about stunting on them. Let's talk about stunting on them. I mean, uh, first off, before we go anywhere, I want to give a shout-out to Dara, who had a phenomenal piece about this over at Packer Report. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you do so. Uh I love this title, this headline, how the Packers are using stunts to become the most chaotic pass rush in football. All right, relax. It's one game. But, and I know he didn't write the headline, but it's a great article. I highly recommend everyone check it out because holy cow, even Mina Kimes noticed how insane the number of stunt calls were in this game. Just every, almost, I don't want to say every, but it's seemingly almost every pass play had some kind of like, end around some guy looping dudes crashing and another guy coming all the way across the line like it was awesome to watch and it was so fun because they were taking advantage of all the athleticism and the power up front Devontae Wyatt was a one-man wrecking crew on t- at times I-, I hope we see a continuation of that I'm fascinated to see how Atlanta responds to all that on tape especially given their you know their desire I don't think it's telling any secrets here they're going to want to run the ball they're going to run the ball well they want to stay ahead of the sticks what do they do to try and combat this when it is a passing down because holy cow the Packers just absolutely wrecked the Chicago Bears with these stunts it was awesome to watch it was, it was awesome. great 
It was great, and we I don't. I know it's it. not in the script, but <laughs> when Quay Walker intercepts it, and then he literally that dude tries to. I don't know who it was. I was trying to see the dude who tries to tackle him, and he literally and he just goes. He doesn't even bounce. He just like turns around like he's nothing. He's just like, okay, I won't go that way. I'm gonna go the other way. It's incredible. <laughs> it, I I like watched it like a hundred times. I was just like, how is this possible? That dude is really trying, and Quay is just like. Mm, I'm gonna go this way. Nah. Now. That that, that way is not working <laughs> for me. Great. It was, it was awesome. great, and that's Such the thing. I mean, look, play. the Achilles heel, I believe, of the defense is not a, is not lost on anybody right now. Um, and it's you know whether we actually have a run defense or not, and we shall see. Like if we get into I a mean, sluggo, yeah. if we get into a sluggo game, right? Now here's mm-hmm. the here's the benefit that I think right is that because we are so good at pass protection right now, and because you know Jordan when and the way where our offense is looking um, so far after one game, obviously I don't think right, we're going right. to get into too many sluggo battles, right? Because I do feel like mm-hmm. we'll have the opportunity to get kind of either ahead on people, or be able to score quickly at times when we need to yeah, right. um, play with the lead. Yeah, I hear you. So, but if we do get into a sluggo game with somebody, there's where we're really going to see what our run defense is made of. And uh, I was going to okay, be... let me let me clarify here. Let me clarify. You're you're talking like a slugfest, right? Like a, a down and dirty, got to run the yeah, ball, just, just close, yeah, three to three. Seven okay. to three, ten to three. The sluggo in football is a slant and go, and that's yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, that's not what I meant. Slugfest, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just meant, making yeah, sure, yeah. just making sure. Yeah, yeah. I meant like a run, a run against, run against, run against, run against, run against. Three yards in a cloud against, of dust, run. kind of game. Yeah, yeah. I feel you, yeah. and you're right. I mean, they did a good job against the Bears for the most part in the run game. But to your point, that that they don't have the talent that Atlanta does uh, in the backfield, not even close. So. Yeah, that will be uh, that will be a big test, and they ran all over the Panthers. My God, uh, that will be a big, big test. No question about it. Um, continuing with the defense. Well, hello, Darnell Savage. Nice of you to join us. Where's he been? Who saw this coming? My no God, one. literally no what one. What a game! No, no one. literally no one. I mean, what? A literally game. everybody was handy. Like, he's game. the weakest link in the secondary. <laughs> and then hi. How's it going? I mean, I legit wasn't sure he was like a lock for the team this summer. And here he is coming out the gate, all firing all cylinders, man. He looks so good. And that's not to say he played a perfect game because he didn't. But, man, that was bar none his best game under Joe Barry. Like, not a question. And, you know, Billy and I talked about this on Carry the G. Now the, the the joke is in the coaching circle is like, well, okay, young man, well now you've you've set the standard, right? Now that's the expectation every week. Because God damn, the way he diagnosed stuff and exploded to the ball, I mean, no hesitation, arriving, using his physicality, no no there's no yak against him, no missed tackles, no bad assignments, just a really solid football game. I just I need that. I need that every week. Because that was excellent. It was a really good game from Savage. You love to see it. Um, and then finally, with Quay Walker still dealing with the concussion, having you know he's still in the protocol. Although, like I said earlier, he was practicing off to the side today. At least he was in, te- in attendance at practice. So we'll see how that trends this week. But man, Isaiah McDuffie needs to step up. He was called into service at the end of that Bears game. Obviously, things were pretty well in hand at that point. But um, need better from him. 
He he I thought played quite well last year. Uh the times when Quay got thrown out uh and or you know uh Campbell was out with his ankle injury. I thought last season Isaiah McDuffie played quite well. Did not did not acquit himself favorably in that Chicago game. We need him to step up. If he's got, you know, if he's called upon to be the starter with Quay out, I suspect he'll play better simply because he'll have a week of practice getting ready for it, etc. Um but yeah, that that was something that's again kind of flown under the radar because I, I think everyone's so elated about the win for good reason. But man, if they don't have Quay, I, Isaiah McDuffie needs to step up. And who knows? They, I'm sure they'll play a lot more sub. Probably have Campbell out there on his own. But when they do go two backers, we need a, we need better from Isaiah. That's all I'll say. I have nothing to uh, say and then about that. I know you. I, I, I know. When I, I know you want to talk. You, about I just kind of don't say anything. But I, you know, the, oh, the, I know you were going to go to special teams. But one last yes, thing sir. about like Bears fans. Okay, like the greatest thing. <laughs> <laughs> like the greatest thing was okay. One barstool, get some fucking Packer fans, man. Dave, get some Packer fans, bro. You got like ten Bears fans and not one Packer fan. It's really pathetic. Literally 13 world champions. You, 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 Boston fans should have some kind of like parallel feeling with Packer fans because we have a lot of world championships and a lot of Super Bowls. So come on, man. Why do you got so many Bears fans? I got a little. Com- I got a little. I got a little complaint with that. It's like how many Bears fans can one brand have? That's not technically like a Bears brand. But what's hilarious is the two bar. I don't know what the one guy in Barstool is, but man, that one show is like a Bears podcast. Oh. And the, it is the great. Oh, oh my god. god, that one was good. But then you know, and then Big Cat. Oh dying. my god, he he had me. He was killing me. I mean, he. I mean, you want to talk about overreaction Monday? I mean, it's just it was like a pile on too. Because then you go, Matt Lafleur has beat the Bears nine times and lost zero times. That's crazy. Your number one thing every year, okay, because you suck so bad at life, right, is to beat the Packers, and you haven't done it the last nine times you tried. This is lots of years, people. Lots of years. This is years. Many years. Whole years. Lot of years. Plural. This is pre pandemic. <laughs> Jesus. The Bears haven't beaten the Packers <laughs> since pre pandemic times. Oh, my God. That's a lifetime for most people in this country. For most people in this country, when you say pre-pandemic, that's like that's like the freaking Stone Age, bro. It's ridiculous. And like the pylon, it's like on every phase of the ball. Was there ever like Mm -hmm. in any phase of the ball in any part of football, from coaching to players to special teams to defense to offense to quarterback to wide receiver? They traded out of the first round to get a wide receiver that they threw to two times. Or caught two catches. Sorry. I don't know how many times they threw to him. They threw to him, I think, more than two targets. I think he had two targets. Two catches, two targets. How is that? I remember right. Maybe three, but yeah. Like, what are they doing in Chicago? Do they even care? Who cares? Like, do they care? Maybe. You know, the thing is, you know, it's like they keep talking about, like, like inbred and all this this other bullshit about Wisconsin. It's like, at least we care about football. You know what I mean? True. Like, at least we care. At least we're trying. I didn't see any effort at all from the Chicago Bears. It's really pathetic. Anyway, we can talk about special teams now. Oh, special teams are easy. Thumbs up, Carlson. How about a 52-yarder? 
Love to see it. Thumbs down, Waylon. Way too many touchbacks. Keep that in bounds, buddy. Let your coverage do the work. Uh, and then we want to look real quickly, preview the Packers-Atlanta game. The Falcons' defense presents plenty of problems, people. Uh, I, I know Dan Orlovsky was out there this morning on Twitter talking about how he was so impressed with them. And as I retweeted, I had a Packers coach text me last night talking about how crazy that defense is on tape. Uh, it's going to be a good challenge for Jordan and and the offense as far as it's not one of those teams, much like the Bears, where we just run our stuff. It's kind of we know what to expect. The Falcons are all over the map. Like it's it's crazy how many kind of different looks they're going to throw at you. And I mean, like I said, it's good test, really good test for Jordan Love. Uh, line of scrimmage, protection sets, all of that. It, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, the, the Falcons, obviously, their backfield is incredibly talented. It's all about their running backs. Both of them can hurt you. Um, John Robinson is clearly the headliner, but, man, both of those guys can kill you. Um, and then here, I, I found this interesting. Corey, did you realize, because uh, I didn't realize until I saw this today, the Packers have won the last two matchups against the Falcons, but the Falcons have won the last three games in Atlanta. Yeah. So we're killing them about in Lambeau. We, Atlanta uh, is not treated as well, including the, last the 2016 game, NFC Championship. Is, yeah, is the last game we won against them in Atlanta in 2010, potentially? It feels like it, doesn't it? I I, I don't know for sure, but it sure feels like it. I mean, I know we won in the playoffs in 2010, but I can't think of another time that we won in Atlanta. Usually yep. that place we is lo- a horror show. And we lost the playoffs two years after that, or 2011. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, I remember that because I was there. And that was a shit show. We lost that. Yeah. And what's funny is we lost in the regular season in Atlanta the year we won the Super Bowl and beat Atlanta in the playoffs. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, And now, Corey, before we get to Blogosphere, I do want to introduce a new segment that I'm going to have here to to segue into Blogosphere every week. Uh, it's the Deion Sanders quote of the week because you're such oh, a fan. Oh, sweet. I, I had I to get this, this in. Um, you know, yeah, I just want to warn you, okay? I want to warn you, Nagler. I want to warn you, okay? What's that? If we do this, we're going to lose some fans, okay? I'm just, I've just i had I people email me and tell me care. that they don't want to watch transplants I if I care. talk about Deion Sanders. Okay, I'm just letting you know. That's fine. Well, you don't have to. I'm well, yeah, you're doing Deion it. Sanders. Yeah, that's different. Because he was asked about the matchup with Colorado and Colorado State this week, and he had the greatest quote I've ever heard from anyone <laughs> everywhere. Uh, and it applies. It applies to the Packers facing the Falcons. Yeah, I had two divorces, which is a heck of a showdown, too. So don't tell me about a showdown. <laughs> that is oh, the man. greatest quote. And I'll tell you what. I've been through a divorce. That was a showdown. And the Packers got a hell of a showdown in Atlanta this weekend. So don't talk to me about a showdown. That's just that's just phenomenal. I love He's it. just like a quote gold mine. He's literally a gold mine. Billion percent. The guy the guy is just on another level. Like I don't even think he's human. I think he's like alien or something cuz he just does things on a whole nother level of like any other human being. It's incredible. It's incredible. Right, what they right, let's, Yeah, what Let's go. Uh, Before Corey I, I starts getting like, off on a tangent. I'm just saying, like, what he did, what he's doing right now is amazing. And here's the, here's the really cool thing. I love Matt, Le, Matt LaFleur, but, like, Deion's going to be an NFL head coach. Imagine coach, if, just like, stop. Okay, let's imagine go if, like, in five years, imagine if, like, in Nicole, five years, Deion becomes the head off. coach of the Green Bay Packers. 
the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know how we roll here at Cheesehead TV. It's all about Packers fans worldwide. And uh, this week, definitely wanted to give a shout out to Stephen O'Brien over there across the pond for this TikTok he made, which features the only recording ever made, or still available anyway, of Curly Lambeau's voice. This is incredible. Roll it. You've probably never thought about it before, but I guarantee you that you've never heard Curly Lambeau's speaking voice. Do you want to know how I know? Well, there's only one piece of audio recording in existence of his voice, and I'm going to play it for you now. It's wild to me that there is only one audio recording, since there's plenty of video, and it's not as if the guy died in the 1800s. He died in 1965. So here it is, December 31st, 1961. The Packers take on the Giants in New City Stadium, which would become Lambeau Field, and Curly Lambeau's asked what he thinks about the game. Spoiler alert, the Packers go on and win 37-0 against the Giants, claiming the first NFL championship in the illustrious career of a man called Vince Lombardi. Now the Giants made a lot of mistakes. They're trying hard to make mistakes. The Packers are a red hot ball club and have made no mistakes. Now who can tell what will happen this way? I'm sorry, but that is one of the coolest pieces of Packers content I have ever seen or heard. That is so dope. I agree. I don't Shout think out. it's true, though. I don't think it's true, though. What's not true? That it's the only recording. I'm pretty sure there are there are archive recordings in Brown County Library of uh, you know the you know the program that I have of. Oh, well, now your now award. your task is set, isn't it? There you go. Okay, I'm I'm not saying it's not true. Also, I have a bone to pick with UK Packers. They don't follow me on Twitter, so thank you, UK Packers. Appreciate you. <gasps> bone, 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 bone. We, well, I will say we we ran into Stephen uh, at the uh, I think it was at you've Belushi's. been on his show. Yeah, no, of course. We yeah. but you and I we literally saw him in London last year for like a hot second, and then everything happened, and we didn't get a real chance to talk. Which is one he'll of follow. I guess he doesn't like transplants. Him. I guess he likes Cheesehead TV, but not transplants. Must be nice. Just the sidekick. Just relax. It's always Just it's always telling when someone You're taking follows. everything so personally. My goodness. I mean, somebody has to. Aaron Rodgers is gone, bro. Come on. Somebody <laughs> has to take the mantle. What I love is there's a there's a super chat that we're going to get to in a little bit that, that references exactly what you just talked about. Um, also, hey, speaking of TikToks and videos on the internet, here's a fun one concerning uh, something near and dear to both our hearts. Roll it, Nicole. baby Corey went on a little in, scavenger hunt last night yeah well we were told by uh, our distributors that it would be at uh it was at ridgeview so we checked all the locations rachel and i went to all the locations shot a little video tyler edited it today we shot some just to confirm you know play we we've we've trying to get this rollout happening sooner and it's been a little bit delayed but it's it's going right now we're we're in 
uh, Ridgeview Liquor in uh, in Green Bay, which is just up the road over my shoulder that way. And then uh, Wine Cellar and De Pere. So those two places are big liquor stores that a lot of people go to get uh, good beer. They have untapped beers and really cool. And they and it was awesome. Uh, in shout out Wine Cellar, De Pere, and Ridgeview. When I came in there, they knew exactly who I was. They were like, they were great. They were like, oh, the one guy at, at Wine Cellar, he grabbed a case. He's like, yeah, we always put, like, I forgot. We have to put this in the front next to the cheese curd. So when people, like, are at the the, the register, they he look did over that and they you get... were there. The moment you No, left, dude. He, he right said they back. did that last... No, he said they did that last year. He just had forgotten. So he put that out there. So I'm going to check on that. So then uh, shout out to Hyvee and Ashwabanon, which got a lot of, a lot of love this year. Just Hy-Vee. opened... Uh, one of the biggest yeah. Ivies, and uh, they've got they've got like dude they got like twenty cases, but um, you know we're we're gonna get some stuff corrected. We need some more signage on at the Ivy, and then uh, shout out Jennifer at Festival Foods at the liquor area. She knew what it was. She knew that it was in. But she was like, I'm sorry, we haven't put it out yet. Got to wait for the manager. So hopefully we'll be at Festival Foods on Mason by the end of the week. And then uh, we just found out from our uh, main distributor that all of the big locations. So Aaron's gonna, Aaron and I are going to have some work cut out for us uh, on Friday. <laughs> We're going to have to update. Hopefully it's going to be in like 40 locations. Uh, we confirmed today it's in Madison. Uh, Joe uh, from Gathering Place uh, confirmed that it was at a Madison location. And uh, just wanted to let everybody know, I've been trying to, to po- post this on Twitter, but if you, no matter where your location is, Mars, Florida, wherever you're watching Transplants <laughs> from, uh, Canada, please, we have a request form on Gathering Place. We link to it. Please, please request the beer because what we're going to do is when it shows up in that place, we're going to respond back to you and let you know it's there. And it's really good because it really shows, uh, you know, the distributors that we have. Hey, people are demanding this beer, so do your job and get the beer to the place the people's be. So, you know, we're I, I'm i relentless. I don't know if you know this, but I'm like kind of like the Energizer Bunny, but I don't need batteries. So I, uh, I'm relentless. So if you have a place you want to get Carry the G, please let us know and we will get it there if you go to cheeseheadtv.com on the tab on the top it says literally just says beer uh it'll take you to the carry the g page and on that page i link to the form where you can fill out a gathering place to ask and literally wherever you are in this country we're not worldwide quite yet but in the country let them know like no we're not distributing there yet but the idea being we want the distributors to see how popular this beer is because it was very, it was insanely popular last year. We've already seen the demand this year. It's legit. Like we want this to go nationwide eventually. So it, just if you're listening to this or watching this later, and you're like, "Well, I'm in Texas or I'm in Florida or whatever," let them know you want it. That's the only way it's going to expand. To Corey's point, we 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 were we are going to be relentless about this without question. Um, and uh, if you know anybody, if anybody knows anybody at the airport uh, of uh, Appleton or Green Bay, please, please, please introduce me. Please reach out to contact at she said TV because we want to get it in the airports for people. And also, uh, uh, Industries Gaming, Milwaukee has the most locations. There's a ton of places. Uh, Festival Foods Lacrosse will get it, Jeff. Uh, that probably should be this week. Uh, don't hold me to it, but the goal is by the end of the week to really get some of the territories we were never in last year. By the way, so there's a bunch of territories in Wisconsin. By the end of this week, they're gonna they're gonna get it. Right now, everybody, we are 
only Wisconsin, but we are uh, really going to try for next season to get it um, at least United States wide um, and really try to push for that based on demand. So filling out the form will do something because it will help us know how much demand there is out there instead of just, you know, Nagler and I being like, yeah, a lot of people want this beer. It's like we can show the receipts, you know. Tyler Tyler is trying to get me to the airport. But, yeah, I mean, I want to do takeaways at the airport because I love taking them from – I love taking New Glarus when I'm at the airport, getting that getting that uh, spotted cow. I love that. So I think people would love to be able to just, you know, take a four-pack with them on the plane. So we're going to try. But uh, if you know anybody or or if you uh, have contacts or you know places that you wanted to get, please let us know, and we will keep it going. We are – not letting up. Wausau and Marshfield, yes, 100%. All the places in Wisconsin. 100% Wausau everywhere. and Marshfield. What's up, Wausau? Hudson. We're trying uh, to get Hudson. Real- I, I can't tell you how wait, many wait, times wait, wait. in the last three days somebody said Hudson, Wisconsin. We got to get into Hudson badly, seriously. Hudson's Go got to happen. Um, I just want to say before it runs out, uh, through tomorrow, uh, speaking of you know Cheesehead TV commerce, the entire store, the entire store at Cheesehead TV Everything is 20% off. It's an end of summer sale. Use code end of summer 20. That's end of summer 20. 20% off all our cool hoodies, all the, the drinkware, the glasses, the glass I'm using right now. Everything. 20% off. So hit it up. The store, the links in the uh, on the homepage. You can find it. Get 20% off whatever <laughs> you need to get ready for this football season. Shout out, shout out Aaron from Triangle uh, Distributor, who's on our chat right now, saying our trucks are driving as fast as possible around Green Bay. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go, Aaron. Uh, let's go. Um, all right. Let's hit. Uh, I think it's time to get some uh, YouTube chats and maybe Facebook comments. I'm not sure. What, what do we got out there, fine folks? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I had a job to do and I failed at it. Um, no, I didn't. Just kidding. Uh, Ryan Willie, thanks for the super. Holy super chat, fifty dollar. Holy man, Ryan Willie. I'm sorry, Nagler, but I need to say something about yesterday. Anyone that doesn't believe that people have a right to their opinion shouldn't participate in this chat. If someone is offended by an opinion, don't participate in the chat. All right, I, I agree. I, I need a second. I need a second here. Um, so this okay. is in reference to something that God's when you say Matt a second, it's going to be like a minute in the right? chat. Yeah. Yep. Correct. So yesterday in Packers Daily, Godsmack was going after you, Corey, for some of your attitudes toward Aaron Rodgers last year. And I said, you know, that's Corey's opinion, and you don't have to agree with it. And he came back and said, you know, people are allowed to believe whatever they want to believe or have whatever opinion they want to hold, but doesn't make them right. And I kind of went on a mini rant about, like, the problem with the Internet is it's so I.O., right? It's input-output. It's yes or no. It's black or white. It's like, why can't people just allow people to have the opinions that they may or may not agree with and just go on with their life? Like, I don't understand how these things online become so contentious. To your point, Corey, I think we were talking about this before we went live. Like, the Bears fans in your mentions after our video last week about Blake Bortles and Justin Fields – it's an entertaining football show. Like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Fine. But there are people, like, in Corey's mentions, being incredibly personal, incredibly fucking vile. And I'm just like, the internet is really kind of burrowed into our psyche that way, in a really unhealthy way. So, like, when 100%. Corey is saying whatever he's saying about Aaron Rodgers and his perception of Aaron and how he may or may not have been behaving towards the end of his Packers tenure, if you don't agree with that, that's fine, but Corey's allowed to have that opinion, especially on a show where he's a co-host. Like, I don't understand. Like, you come to this program 
you understand that we are going to have opinions about the Green Bay Packers. You don't agree. Fine. Totally get it. But to get so kind of upset and almost personal with it, that's where I'm like just bewildered. And what's funny is, Ryan, I really do 100% thank you for the Super Chat and especially the incredibly generous Super Chat that you've given here today. But it is funny. You say, I need to say something about yesterday. Anyone that doesn't believe that people have a right, Godsmack, has, he did believe. He, he knows everyone's allowed to have. He just doesn't agree. So I just wish, and I, I'm not, Ryan, I'm not saying this is you. I'm just saying I, I just wish everyone could just take a breath when they're online a little bit more. That's all. Good luck. All Good, luck with, that. Good know, luck with that. I know. Good luck with that. I mean, I know. I, I mean, you know, the funny thing is, is that I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's too many things to unpack there. All right, I'm going to the next one. Correct. Um, but thank yep. you, Ryan. Appreciate you, bud. Uh, Mike, thanks for super chat. Loved Wayne's Randy Wright call out yesterday, Nags. That was amazing. Well, what, that did was he, so what did he awesome. say? I didn't see the whole thing. We were, I I, it was, I was yeah, I was at the start and he said, because um, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and the injury and he had talked to Randy Wright because he works with him or, or he knows Randy is, I think Randy's coaching now. Um, but it was just hearing the name Randy Wright. And I was like, oh my God, we're like five minutes into this thing. We've already had a Randy Wright drop. It was awesome. But not only a Randy Wright drop, it was a Randy Wright drop from Wayne King Larrabee. It was so great. I, I was in heaven. That's all. Mr. Tundra, I'm going to put uh, – we got to put the link to the to the request. Uh, Mr. Tundra, he's like, Chris Rhyme, I asked Chacon's Liquor near County. You got all these – he's got all these details of places he wants the beer. So uh, hopefully our distributor we – we should just have our distributors watch this show because clearly people yeah. are just going to request on the show. So um, Aaron's <laughs> got the right idea. Exactly. Aaron Aaron from Triangle's got the right idea. Um, all right, let yep. me – let me go. Matthew Clark. Ooh, giving us some, uh, I believe it's euros or is that pounds? Maybe that's the pounds. That's how ignorant I am. I don't even know the difference between a euro. I think it's pounds. My wife has <laughs> just graduated her master's today and had to listen to Cheesehead TV from 10 p.m. every evening UK whilst trying to study and revise. I am now crediting, crediting her graduation Cheesehead TV. Well, congrats to your wife for graduating. I'm really sorry she had to listen to Amazing us. Amazing accomplishment. Amazing not, accomplishment. You're not a very good husband for doing that, but uh, appreciate you otherwise. Um, <laughs> she must so, really yeah. love you. That's all I can she say. Must, she must love you more, uh, like a lot, lots, lots of love. Carl Van Beckham, thanks for the super chat. Hey, guys, how great is Jaden Reed? Not only as receiver, but I can't get over how patient he is fielding punts. He's a gem. I would agree with that. I love, love, love him. Uh, love his performance. Still some things to clean up. A couple drops, a couple maybe possibly, you know, routes that he could have refined a little bit more. But ultimately, really encouraging first kind of shot out of the gate in that punt return. Oh, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Matthew Clark again. Get, get, get a little, another little pound super chat to Cheesehead TV. Autocorrect. Go, Pack Go. Uh, thank you so much, Matthew. We Appreciate you. Buddy. you. Ian, Aaron and Corey, thanks for all you and Cheesehead TV, too. So pumped for this year. Can't wait to try Carry the G this year. Ian from Maryland. Ian, we know you, buddy. There you go, Ian. Actually, That's I've watched games about. with Ian. I've hung out in tailgates with Ian. Ian is a hardcore Cheesehead TV fan. Love him. Good people. Love him. Gorgeous family. Gorgeous. Good, good, good peeps. Good peeps. Amy Gooding, raising your hand. What's thanks up, for Super Chat. Just here for a Corey Banky rant. Amy, I'm really sorry. <laughs> we really get a good one not. today. Sorry, we didn't. <sighs> You know, it's hard yeah, when you're beating down the Bears. So there's not a whole lot to rant about, you know? I really don't have... Life you know, is I, good. I really don't... Yeah, I don't... 
yeah, I just don't have a lot to rant about. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really sorry. I try to I try to deliver every week, and sometimes I fail. <laughs> on culture, thanks for super chat. Today on Banky on the Beat, Corey tells Bukowski exactly where he can cram as many low information opinions. True story. Okay, I had to do oh, this one. Boy. It's not a super chat, but I I do have to do this ranking for you guys. So, uh, Mike, okay. who does go. Corey hate more from most to least? So most to least, so most number one. Wow, McGinn, Bukowski, wow. Allen, Catchman. This is really hard, you guys. Okay, when he's saying Allen, he's talking. I can't even remember the guy's name. I hate him so much. Um, what is, what is PA on the mic? What is his name? From Minnesota, Allen. Oh, Paul his last Allen. Name. Paul Allen. Paul I couldn't Allen. think of his. I couldn't think of his last Wait, name. I That's had to remind I you of his name last week too. Stay. I know. I I literally blocked that guy out of my mind. You know how like Twitter has the block feature. My brain has blocked Paul uh-huh. Allen because he's such a tool. Um, you know what? Let's see. Uh, I gotta go. Catchman, Allen, McGinn, Bukowski for the win. Wow. I gotta do it because Vic Catchman. Vic Catchman ruined Packers.com for me for a long time. Wes Wes Hodkovitz brought it back. Um, right. not going to talk about the other person, but uh, Vic Ketchman ruined Packers.com for me for too long of a time, and uh, and I'm I, I'm 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 still I'm still unhappy about it. Actually, I I'm feelings I are starting tell. to kind of feelings are you know how like your coffee percolates feelings are starting to percolate right. inside oh, yeah. of me just thinking I'm about Vic Ketchman just yep. in general. Word. So uh, Carl Van Beckham, thanks for the super chat. Uh, we already did that one. Uh, Jerry Sturzinger, thanks for the super chat. Nags, the first episode of Cheesehead TV with Billy. Very nice. So that's Carry the G Radio for all of you guys playing at Carry home. Carry the G Radio, baby. Has, thanks has for listening. Wayne, has Wayne ever called in the dagger too early and the Packers lost? Just curious. I believe the answer is no there, by the way. I, I don't think I believe it is. I, I, we seems like we have this conversation every year, and I'm pretty sure the answer is no, but I'm going to ask Wayne that. You should ask him. Next week. Yeah, you should ask him. I, I I'm pretty sure the answer is no. He's gotten close. He's definitely gotten close. Got real but, uh, close. Got nervous. Yeah. Got nervous a few times, but I think the answer is no. Carl Van Beckham, thanks for super chat. Off Packers topic. I had no clue there wasn't an arts council in Green Bay. There are many fine artists and great musicians in the Green Bay. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, Carl. Me too. Uh, there actually was this huge study done by Green Bay Spark uh, that I participated in. A thousand people participated in, and this uh, meeting that this three-hour meeting that was on Monday, um, kind of. What was crazy is there was a meeting of this, and then I found out I missed Startup Week Wisconsin meeting, and so there were two meetings on the same day that I really need. I needed to clone myself. But um, yeah, Green Bay <laughs> is the Northeast Wisconsin is host to many many artists. It actually blew my mind. Um, artists. So oh, when I say arts, it means creative arts as well. Um, Four hundred and ninety-five million dollars in Northeast Wisconsin that artists are responsible for in this in in this area, and that is an incredible number. When even you look at you know what the Packers contribute, um, so it's a really important uh, and it's dear to my heart because you know LiveX, the, the arts. What's interesting about what they call the creative sector. Um, which, you know, we're part right now. Cheesehead TV is part of the Cheesehead TV LLC is part of the creative sector. So is LiveX, right? So is, um, you know, theaters, dance companies, visual artists, freelancers, right? So what Aaron and I are doing are contributing part of it. And, 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 and it's really near and dear to my heart. And, and the creative sector, what, what most people have found in the U.S. especially is that the more you kind of support the creative sector, the more it gives back economically. And, um, and, and it's pretty incredible so hopefully you know hopefully we can support more artists in green bay and northeast wisconsin uh, moving forward so thank you for the super chat overshadow sean go pack go 
the only internet opinion that matters. I would say, in a close second, the Bears still suck. So, yeah, but I, but I agree you with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the super chat. Joe Mailman in here, speaking of. Uh, did Curly Lambeau ever say the Bears still suck? Yes, but there is no <laughs> audio to confirm. So I'm just going to I'm gonna say yes, no Let's audio to confirm. That. Print the legend. We're go with that. Print the legend. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I kind of – yeah, I bet he did, though. But anyway, Matthew Clark. Um, a fiver for Corey to have a beer and keep having an opinion. UK Packers do like you, buddy. Hey, I appreciate that, Matthew. And you know what? A lot of people have said that. They're like, I don't know. They they have said, like, it, when we went to that pub, it was awesome. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, UK Packers, if you're listening, uh, looking for that follow, looking for that, that follow on Twitter, you know, I know, I know <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm going to hold my breath. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Holding on to the ball, always 12 Achilles heel. Ooh. Wish him the best recovery, but, man, it's great seeing the team rally around Jordan. Impeccable vibes. Thanks for the super chat. Word. Uh, Overpowered by Funk. I like that name. Should send some Carry the G to Chicago just to piss people off. Uh, We are going to try to be in border towns. So, yeah. Last week, there were Bears fans on a train drinking it. Remember? Pre-game? That was amazing. That was crazy. Why were Bears fans drinking a Packers beer? I mean, I appreciate it. it. Because a Packers Packers fan gave it to them. Gave it to them. Kind of a joke. I love Packers fans. I'm all in. I'm all in, baby. Packers it was so amazing. Best. We're so like no. we're so like we're like we're like spies. We're like the best because like people just think we're dumb and they think we're like hobbits and teddy bears and we're like we're insidious. We're actually like very insidious. It's really hilarious. Like ha ha, ha have this beer. Ha <laughs> ha idiot. <laughs> so funny. Uh Chris KG19 <laughs> Be right back, DMing DP to try to be the first pack fan there. Chris, good luck with that. Uh, good luck. Stefan S., take this 10 euros as down payment for some carry the G shipping to Germany. Stefan, there we're you gonna go. Try. We're going to try. We're going to work on it, buddy. We're going to try. We're going to endeavor. We're, gonna, we're, we're not going to give do up. do our best. Um, and now I'm not going to promise, but we're going to do our best. Guys, in this show, I have learned the difference between a euro and a pound. Euro so. and a pound. I'm so proud of I, you, Corey. I, re- I really appreciate Packer fans worldwide. They're they're just teaching me lessons every day. It's really incredible. Absolutely. Ed Pierce incredible. turned on a Packer fan to Cheesehead TV today. Cool, but I thought every Packer fan knows Cheesehead TV. Ed, thanks, Ed. You are you are doing the Lord's work. Okay, so I really You're doing appreciate yeoman's that. work over there, Ed. You know what's Thank funny you, is um so our the, a little interesting story kind of on that tip is uh Elizer yeah. and uh, Wyatt who um is part of our our duo team that does our tailgate videos. If you guys have seen those on YouTube, yep. they actually have this thing. They love it. It's so funny. They'll be talking to somebody and they'll talk about Cheesehead TV and they'll go, "Oh, do you have YouTube on your phone?" And they'll literally subscribe for them. It's great. They're like, yeah, we got That's, you four uh, subscriptions Why today. haven't we done that for the last, like, 20 years? That's so, like, I'm just like, you idea. guys are incredible. I need to pay you per, like per subscriber. We, remember when uh, we bullied LaFleur to download the Cheesehead TV app? That's what we need to do. We just need to start bullying people. Come on now. Just do it. Yeah, people. and I mean, Download look, the Cheesehead TV app. Yes, Subscribe please. on YouTube. Well, it's not and difficult. that's the thing. To, to Nagler's point, that is the thing. A lot of people, we have to, we always forget, we assume people know there's a Cheesehead TV app for Android and iPhone. And, yeah. you know, and then check everyone's it like, out. I had no idea you had an app. 
<laughs> there was a guy who was what? having a problem on iPad with some stuff, and right. I was like, oh, download the app. You won't have any problems. He's like, I had no idea. Oh, this is so great. Exactly. I love this app. So, yes, please, we do have an app for Android and iPhone. It is completely free. Uh, it gives you – it, it, it kind of has less ads than the site, so the mobile version, which is kind of nice. It's more targeted very to the nice. things that very you care sleek. about. You can comment very easily on the site. You can do a lot of really kind of cool things, um, including follow videos. So uh, a good – to know, um, I will say Chris, is, my, Chris says it's I a joke. That, I knew it was a joke. I knew it was a joke. I just, I, I'm sorry. I knew, I knew. I knew what I find joke. amazing, what I find amazing about the app is the ability to watch and kind of con- consume content from all over the Packers beat. Like, because you have our kind of section. There's Cheesehead TV. But there's also what's called Packer World, where we have aggregation of a ton of folks who cover the Packers. So it's really a one-stop shop. And here's the thing: all those links in Packer World go back to their website, their content. So we're trying to drive traffic to them, but we're helping you Packers fans try to get everything all in one place. So I'm telling you, the the Cheesehead TV app is dope, and you're right, Corey. We do not talk about it enough. Well, and somebody asked where I got my hat. I'm just going to show my hat, and I love it so much. That Ray Nitschke so awesome. is so hot. So um, shout out Spencer Young, who is the paint the artist that paints the Packers fence. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, and he this is a commissioned hat. So actually, like I literally was like, I want a Willie Davis hat, and I want a Ray Nitschke hat, and I paid him, and he made them for me. So these are one of a kind, um, but reach out to him. He does make them special. He spray paints them, and they're really sick. Um, Matthew Clark, thanks for Super Chat. Give him the Five pounds, give not euros. Spencer Young. Spencer Young you uh, is, and if you check out Packers Fence uh, on Twitter, you can reach out. Uh, Spencer's on there. He follows it, and, and you can find him on Instagram, and um, I believe it's Spencer Young Designs, and he's got some sick stuff. Like, he has, like, skateboards, really cool and he not just in pop culture things that are really cool. He's a really, really amazing artist. Um, uh, Matthew Clark, thanks for Super Chat. Five pounds, not euros. Corey, for shipping to England. Got gotcha. you. Thank you. I, uh, your, uh, your carry the G is in the mail. Um, that's all we, that's, that's, that's all we got. I think that's all we got. That's all we got. That was a million freaking super chats. It's amazing. Thank you guys. Um, really the appreciate support you. is always incredible. Cannot thank you guys enough for all the super chats. And thank you as always to all of our Patreon members. You guys are incredible. Happy hours tomorrow night. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see all of you talk some Packers revel in the bears beat down, uh, and carry the G club members. You guys here on YouTube are incredible. So much fun, both here on transplants. Watch parties every Sunday. So, so appreciative of all your support. Thank you so much. You got anything else for the uh, fine folks out there, Corey? Nope. Just want to beat the Falcons this weekend. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation, and we're, we're... I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time. And, uh, and just, it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.